Welcome to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast, presented by the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association, where you'll hear specially selected articles from our website that feature in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing. In this podcast, we feature a list of the top 10 pharma CEOs to watch in 2020. For the text version of this article, visit dcatvci.org. This podcast is sponsored by LabVantage Solutions, a leading provider of laboratory informatics solutions that transform data into the knowledge that drives better outcomes. Let LabVantage Pharma Limbs lead your laboratory's digital transformation. Learn more at labvantage.com slash digital dash transformation. So let's begin. Top 10 Watch List, Pharma CEOs on the Rise by Patricia Van Arnhem, DCAT Editorial Director. The quest for vaccines and treatments against COVID-19 has put the CEOs of certain companies, both large and small, on the industry's radar. The CEOs of J&J, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals are some executives to watch in 2020. But who else is making the mark? Pharma CEOs to watch in 2020. In any given year, the chief executive officers of the large biopharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies would make a list of the top executives for their strategies, growth prospects, and deal-making. Although those elements factor into our decision-making in compiling the DCAT Value Chain Insights Watchlist, CEOs on the Rise for 2020, additional criteria factor into this year's selection. The success or not of developing a vaccine or potential treatments against the novel coronavirus or COVID-19. With the pharma industry focused front and center on developing COVID-19 vaccines and treatments, we narrowed the list to those companies both large and smaller, with advanced COVID-19 candidates, as well as smaller companies making important drug development partnering deals outside of COVID-19 projects. The top 10 list is as follows. 1. Three-way tie. Pfizer, J&J, and AstraZeneca. At the top of the list, and tied for first place, are the CEOs of three pharmaceutical majors, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca. With late-stage COVID-19 vaccine candidates and significant investments to produce and supply those vaccines, Pfizer Chairman and CEO Albert Borla. Pfizer Chairman and CEO Albert Borla reported on October 16, 2020, that the company's lead COVID-19 vaccine candidate, BNT162b2, which it is developing with BioNTech, a Mainz, Germany-based immunotherapy company may be ready for submission for emergency use authorization, or EUA, to the FDA in the third week of November 2020. For the EUA, the FDA is requiring that companies provide two months of safety data on half of the trial participants following the final dose of the vaccine. Based on the company's current trial enrollment and dosing pace, Pfizer estimates that it will reach this milestone in the third week of November. BNT162b2 is based on BioNTech's proprietary messenger ribonucleic acid, or mRNA, technology and is supported by Pfizer's global vaccine development and manufacturing capabilities. 
the vaccine candidate is currently being evaluated in an ongoing global Phase three study at more than 120 clinical sites worldwide, including the U.S., Brazil, South Africa, and Argentina. The companies reported in July 2020 that if authorization or approval is obtained, the companies currently aim to supply globally up to 100 million doses by the end of 2020 and approximately 1.3 billion doses by the end of 2021. J&J Chairman and CEO Alex Gorsky J&J Chairman and CEO Alex Gorsky has also allocated significant resources to develop and manufacture the company's COVID-19 vaccine candidate. The investigational COVID-19 vaccine uses the company's ADVAC technology, which uses an adenovirus as a vector, or carrier, which has been genetically modified so that it can no longer replicate in humans and cause disease. The technology was also used to develop and manufacture the company's Ebola vaccine, which was approved by the European Commission earlier in 2020, and for the constructs of its vaccine candidates, respectively, for Zika, respiratory syncytial virus, and HIV. In October 2020, the company temporarily paused all dosing in its COVID-19 vaccine candidate trials, including its Phase three ensemble trials, due to an unexplained illness in a study participant. The company says that the participant's illness is being reviewed and evaluated by an independent data safety monitoring board, as well as the company's internal clinical and safety physicians. The company noted that a study pause, in which recruitment or dosing is paused by the study sponsor, is a standard component of a clinical trial protocol. J&J initiated its Ensemble Phase three trial, a large-scale multi-country clinical trial, in September 2020. The trial was set to enroll up to 60,000 volunteers to study the safety and efficacy of a single vaccine dose versus placebo in preventing COVID-19. AstraZeneca CEO Pascal Sorio AstraZeneca CEO Pascal Sorio also is leading the company in developing a COVID-19 vaccine, as well as antibody treatments for COVID-19. Its vaccine candidate, AZD-1222, is an adenovirus-based vaccine that was developed at the University of Oxford and licensed to the company. In September 2020, AstraZeneca paused clinical trials for the vaccine to allow an independent committee to review the safety data of a single event of an unexplained illness that occurred in a Phase three trial in the UK. As of October 2, 2020, regulators in Japan, the UK, Brazil, South Africa, and India have deemed the trials are safe to resume. The company says it continues to work with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to facilitate review of the information needed to make a decision regarding resumption of the U.S. trial. In addition, the company received a $486 million award from the U.S. government for the late-stage development and large-scale manufacturing of the company's AZD-7442, a cocktail of two monoclonal antibodies for the potential treatment or prevention of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. The funding will be used for two Phase three clinical trials and related development activities, including a large-scale manufacturing demonstration project and supply of AZD-7442 doses in the U.S. AstraZeneca also says it plans to supply up to 100,000 doses starting toward the end of 2020 
and that the U.S. government can acquire up to an additional 1 million doses in 2021 under a separate agreement. 4. Moderna CEO Stephane Bancel Moderna, a clinical-stage biopharmaceutical company developing mRNA therapeutics and vaccines, has risen from the ranks with its investigational mRNA vaccine candidate, mRNA-1273, which is being studied in a Phase three trial of 30,000 participants in the U.S. The company has signed multiple agreements for the supply of the vaccine, including with the U.S. government, which is funding both the development and manufacturing of the vaccine. As of July 2020, Moderna said it was on track to be able to deliver approximately 500 million doses per year of its COVID-19 vaccine, and possibly up to 1 billion doses per year beginning in 2021, from its internal U.S. manufacturing site and strategic collaboration with Lanza. In addition, Moderna also has a collaboration with Catalent for large-scale commercial fill-finish manufacturing of mRNA-1273 at Catalan's Biologics Facility in Indiana. 5. Gilead Sciences Chairman and CEO Daniel O'Day Gilead Sciences Chairman and CEO Daniel O'Day is leading the company with the development and supply of a COVID-19 treatment, Vecluri, or Remdesivir, an antiviral drug. Vecluri is being evaluated in multiple international Phase three trials for treating COVID-19 in different patient populations and formulations, and in combination with other therapies. It has been approved or authorized in approximately 50 countries globally, including in the U.S. through emergency use authorization. The company announced on October 1, 2020, that it is now meeting real-time demand for Vecluri in the U.S., and anticipates meeting global demand for Vecluri in October 2020, even in the event of potential future surges of COVID-19. Also, Gilead announced an agreement in October 2020 with the European Commission that enables 37 participating countries in the European Union and the European Economic Area, as well as the UK, to purchase remdesivir for real-time demand and stockpiling needs, coordinated by the European Commission. The agreement covers purchases of remdesivir over the next six months, with the option to extend further. In addition, Gilead's voluntary licensing partners are currently supplying generic remdesivir in more than 40 countries. Support for this DCAT Value Chain Insights podcast is provided by LabVantage Solutions. LabVantage Solutions is committed to helping pharmaceutical clients transform data into the knowledge that drives better outcomes in labs and C-suites across the industry. Our informatics platform, the most modern available, with a laboratory information management system comprising fully integrated, optional electronic lab notebook, lab execution system, and scientific data management system, is deployed worldwide in pharmaceutical R&D, quality, and manufacturing labs. It comes pre-configured and pre-validated for lower total cost and ease of use. As pharma organizations seek to use technology and data to break down silos, LabVantage is there to help navigate clients' digital transformations, thereby reducing risk, accelerating innovation, and driving growth. Learn how LabVantage can help you digitize to the core integrating our limbs with your business platforms to create a frictionless exchange of insights that lead to better outcomes. Learn more at labvantage.com slash digital dash transformation. 6. 
Regeneron Pharmaceuticals co-founder, president, and CEO, Leonard S. Schleifer. Leonard S. Schleifer, co-founder, president, and CEO of Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, a Terrytown, New York-based biopharmaceutical company, is another CEO that is leading a company with potential treatments against COVID-19. In September 2020, the company advanced its investigational antiviral antibody cocktail, RainCoV-2, against COVID-19 to Phase 3 trials in partnership with the University of Oxford. In July, July 2020, the company received a $450 million award from the U.S. government for the manufacture and supply of the antibody cocktail as part of Operation Warp Speed, a U.S. government initiative to speed the development of COVID-19 vaccines and developments. 7. Thai CureVac CEO Franz Werner Haas and Novavax CEO and President Stanley C. Irk. Two CEOs of smaller companies developing COVID-19 vaccines, CureVac CEO Franz Werner Haas and Novavax CEO and President Stanley C. Irk, make our list of pharma CEOs on the rise. CureVac is a Tubingen, Germany-based clinical-stage biopharmaceutical company developing mRNA therapeutics and is receiving funding from the German government to fund development of its mRNA COVID vaccine candidate. CureVac first began development of its mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine candidate in January 2020, began a Phase one clinical study in June 2020 at clinical study centers in Germany and Belgium, and initiated a Phase two a study in Peru and Panama in late September 2020. The company has production capacities for mRNA vaccines at its headquarters in Tübingen and is currently expanding those manufacturing capacities to allow for broad-scale manufacturing of other mRNA-based vaccines. The company conducted an initial public offering earlier in 2020 and outside of COVID-19-related projects, formed a strategic collaboration agreement with GlaxoSmithKline, GSK, in a deal worth up to $1.1 billion for the research, development, manufacturing, and commercialization of up to five mRNA-based vaccines and monoclonal antibodies targeting infectious disease pathogens. Under the deal, GSK also agreed to take a 10% stake in the company. Novavax CEO and President Stanley C. Irk is also leading the company with the development of its COVID-19 vaccine candidate, NVX-CoV-2373 a perfusion protein made using Novavax's recombinant protein nanoparticle technology and includes Novavax proprietary saponin-based adjuvant Matrix M. NVX-CoV-2373 is being evaluated in a Phase two trial in the UK and two ongoing Phase two studies that began in August 2020. Novavax, based in Gaithersburg, Maryland, has secured $2 billion in funding for its global coronavirus vaccine program including up to $388 million in funding from the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, or CEPI, a public-private partnership. 9. CGIN, formerly Seattle Genetics, President, CEO, and Chairman, Clay Siegel. Outside of COVID-19-related projects, Seattle Genetics, recently renamed as CGIN, is a Bothell, Washington-based biopharmaceutical company well-established for its position in antibody drug conjugates, or ADCs. In September 2020, the company formed a collaboration with Merck & Company, 
in a deal worth up to $4.2 billion for Seattle Genetics' Ladirituzumab Vidotin for treating breast cancer and other solid tumors. The deal includes a $600 million upfront payment by Merck, a $1 billion equity investment by Merck into Seagen, and $2.6 billion in potential milestones. Seagen's lead commercial product is Adcetris, an ADC for treating relapsed classical Hodgkin lymphoma and relapsed systemic anaplastic large-cell lymphoma, and is approved in over 70 countries, and which posted 2019 sales of $628 million. Over the last year, Seagen has launched two new cancer medicines, PADSEV for treating bladder cancer and TUKISA for treating advanced breast cancer. 10. GenMab CEO Jan G.J. Vandewinkel In June 2020, GenMab, a Copenhagen-based biopharmaceutical company specializing in antibody therapeutics for treating cancer, signed a broad collaboration agreement with AbbVie, worth up to $3.9 billion, $750 million up front, with the potential to earn $3.15 billion in milestone payments, to jointly develop and commercialize three of GenMab's early-stage investigational bispecific antibody product candidates, and for a discovery research collaboration for future differentiated antibody therapeutics for cancer. The deal with AbbVie is the latest for the company, which has deals with other large pharma companies, including J&J, Roche, and Novartis. This podcast has been sponsored by LabVantage Solutions, a leading provider of laboratory informatics solutions that transform data into the knowledge that drives better outcomes. Learn how LabVantage Pharma Limbs can lead your laboratory's digital transformation at labvantage.com slash digital transformation. This podcast is brought to you by DCAT, the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association. All content contained in this recording is owned by DCAT or used with permission. This recording may not be altered, reproduced, or used in any way without permission from DCAT. For more in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing, subscribe to our podcast or visit www.dcatvci.org.